Hello everyone, this is Adam West. Uh, maybe you're thrilled to buy adventures, right? And Batman there, hmm? My secret true identity, Bruce Wayne, millionaire philanthropist. Anyway, I'm glad to talk to you all and have the privilege of doing the following. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Yes, talk radio. Yes, talk radio. 
so boring, man. The card is suicide. I have an idea now. I just hope this man realizes that being able to communicate with people all over the world carries a serious responsibility. Show the man your power, big. Blast him! Give him some of that tone! <laughs> Showtime! I want you to smile for me, kids. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen of the radio audience. Very auspicious beginning. Sure, talk show. Oh, what about Wayne? What about the buggier? That's what you talk about. Sometimes he agrees with the caller, other times he says it's crap. He believes in nothing. He believes in nothing. Nothing. Hey, I'm a nice day. Guess I'm kind of lucky that way. Most people don't have anything on their minds, do they? Aerial view back on the air. It's me, Chris T, on the Hound. NYC.com every Friday, 6 p.m. Eastern Time until 7 p.m. Eastern Time. Friday was my old aerial view slot, although aerial view initially started on a Tuesday. 1989, heard over the airwaves of WFMU, and uh, then it moved to Friday nights, and I think that was probably uh, the strongest run of Aerial View on Friday nights. I wish I could be more accurate and tell you what years this was going on, but I'd rather tell you how you can interact with this program. The live line into the studio is 760-I-CALL-AV. 760-422-5528. 760-422-5528 or 760-I-CALL-AV. And uh, tonight's program, the roster. I just like saying the word roster. The program is called Nihilist at Last. Or nihilist at last. We can agree or disagree on the pronunciation. doesn't really matter. But uh, during the program, there will be an upside-down update, which is really, let's face it, just me running through the news, things that caught my eye and um, stood out as an indication of how we are living in the upside-down. And we have been ever since President Human Pile of Garbage became our president in an act that will go down as one of the most bizarre and troubling things that this country ever did. I mean, come on, we've done a lot of bizarre and troubling things when you think about it. We have a long history. Just pick up a copy of uh, People's History of the United States. That's all you need to do. Howard Zinn, the late, great Howard Zinn. It was a Christmas gift for me this year, and I I mean, I, I know... 
I don't know. I suspect I read it at some point. I can't really be sure. That's what starts to happen with your own personal history. You really start to forget. Because uh, speaking of the nihilists, nihilists, that of course brings me to the nihilistics, the band that I was in, the punk rock hardcore band I was in for years prior to uh, getting involved with the radio, which for me is ultimately a more fulfilling creative endeavor. I like being in a band. I mean, I, but I also didn't like being in a band. Let's face it. Being in a band is, is great, but it also sucks. And uh, maybe that'll be a good future edition of Aerial View. Or maybe you could call me and tell me what you thought of being in a band if you were in a band. And you're everyone's welcome. There are no barriers to entry on this program. Hell, there's no call screener on this program. It's It's me. I, uh, that's the thing about Aerial View. Aerial View for years operated sans, as the French would say, a call screener. It was just me. And, and when people found out that's the way I worked the show, that's the way I liked working the show, they couldn't believe it. When I, when I started working in, in real, professional talk radio, yeah. <laughs> And I was getting paid for it. I actually broached the idea. I said, what about just not having a call screener? And they, what? What? Yeah, not just not, let's not have one. Why, why do we, uh, why do we want that? What do we need that for? What? Not have a call screener. And and I just thought that would be the way to go. Let's just have people call, get on the air. And I, again, I know it's not the air. It's the internet, the houndnyc.com, but it doesn't matter. Right? It doesn't matter. Run to your phone right now. Run to your phone. Pick it up and dial. 760-I-CALL-AV. 760-I-CALL-AV. I know it's going to take a while to build this into something. And, you know, one of the things I've never had in great abundance is patience. And I wish it was like in the old days. Because, you know, I've been dubbing these old aerial view shows with the thought of just finally getting the ones that are stuck on some weird outmoded form of media off of that media and into the digital realm with the idea that I I can add them to the archive. I can turn them into a podcast called Aerial View Archive. I have years and years and years of shows that were heard one time if they didn't make it to the WFMU archives, that is. And that's an incomplete archive of this program, Aerial View. So uh, I'm dubbing cassettes, and I'm dubbing digital audio tapes, a.k.a. dats, and I'm dubbing mini-discs. I got everything here but a, a wax cylinder. I'm sure somewhere there's reel-to-reel tape of aerial view programs. 
And and so I listen to the old shows. And and one of the things that strikes me is like how you could go on the air and just give out the phone number. And people were already primed. They were already there. They were listening. They were waiting to call in. They couldn't wait to call in. One call after another. It was glorious. And then, of course, I get to a show where it's one call after another or some moron trying to prank me. Some young punk, young wide mouth punk trying to prank me. And I I start getting pissed off all over again. It's weird. So I'm like, come on, man. Don't abuse this thing. Don't abuse this beautiful thing we have. You wide mouth punk. We've heard just about all we want from you. But the thing is, even the wide mouth punks were part of the thing. They were all part of the woof and weave, the fabric of the show, the warp and weave. What made up Aerial View, as it was. And I worry, because I'm a natural-born worrier. You saw the Oliver Stone film, right? Based on uh, the Charles Starkweather murders. No, that was natural-born killers, I'm sorry, but... The Best Remains Badlands, the Terrence Malick film from 1973 with Martin Sheen and Sissy Spacek. That's a that's an incredible film. If you've never seen it, I, I have nothing but pity for you. You ought to be deeply ashamed if at this point you haven't seen that film. I'm still always amazed when someone reveals that they haven't seen a film that I just assumed everybody has seen and I I go what you have a why you have a what yeah I never saw Casablanca I don't know how how could you be upright this long and not have seen Casablanca I mean I I don't understand it you would think it'd be never mind oh god we're doomed 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 we're doomed Sorry, sometimes I slip into Dr. Smith mode. I must remember to remain hopeful. Although, I had a shrink one time. The one who ended up with dementia, unfortunately, doesn't remember me anymore. Say to me that um, hope is a disease. You have to stop hoping. And I was like, what? What are you talking? What? It's like when someone tells me they haven't seen Casablanca. I'm like, what? Give up hope? What? Yeah. Yeah. Hope is a disease. Mull that one over. Chew that one over for a while while you're dialing 760-I-CALL-AV. 760-422-5528. And yes, that is a Palm Springs number. I may not live in Palm Springs, but my phone number does. So I like to think of that as some kind of really sad, symbolic victory. Chris T. here. On Aerial View, on thehoundnyc.com, 760-I-CALL-AV, 760-422-5528. You've always wanted to call Palm Springs, and now's your chance. But where was I? It's one of the other names for this program, Aerial View. You know how the cat, for instance, Roger, the cat engineer, and you, you could see a video of Roger on my Facebook page. Facebook.com slash call aerial view. There's also a Facebook group, Aerial View Listeners, off of my personal page. 
covering all the goddamn social media bases. Hey, I hope some of you influencers come and join. Where's the influencers? Ugh. Oh, if I never hear that show again, that 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 word again, I should say. Don't answer. It's another one of those filthy anonymous calls. So the problem I'm having with the archiving process and moving all of these old aerial view shows off of outmoded media like cassette and digital audio tape, a.k.a. dats and mini discs, is that I sometimes think, how could this version you know, possibly compare? Look at that version. Look at that aerial view show from 1994. Boy, oh boy, the pace and the calls. And my favorite thing in talk radio is when one caller builds on another caller. They're like, you think you heard a story? I'm going to tell you a story. Those were always my favorite shows. When there was this chase afoot. And Aerial View was the first regularly scheduled talk show on WFMU. It broke open a whole new time slot at 6 o'clock. Suddenly there were one-hour shows from 6 to 7 and one-hour shows from 7 to 8. They ought to call that the Chris T. block of programming is what they ought to call that. Because I showed that you could go on this venue where it was all about music. And let's face it, if you didn't like the right music, if you weren't down with certain things, it was like, I mean, I tended to feel like just a total rube, like coming to Manhattan for the first time. Gosh, look at all the people. Because, uh, you know, my musical tastes weren't nearly as sophisticated as most of the people there. And in some ways, doing a talk show was a total cop-out. My standard line is I didn't want to pull records out anymore and have to put them back. That was really the origin. And it's kind of half true. I mean, I do love the conversation. I love to converse. I love a friendly call. At 760-I-CALL-AV. But, but, but a lot of it was sheer laziness. I, I, couldn't, I, I couldn't take it. I couldn't take the process pulling all these records out of the record library and then having to put them back. And putting them back was always worse because, you know, one of the things you would do to mark your place in the library is you'd pull out the record alongside of the one you, you grabbed to use on the air. And that was your marker. And then... Invariably, someone would come along and shove those records back in. And then you'd be like, oh. And so Aerial View went on the air one day in 1989. And in one form or another, it's been around since then. It was the origin of my talk radio career. I had a long career in talk radio. Twelve years and a month I did that shit. You try doing that. Three hours a day. Five days a week, you try cranking out that much talk radio. You'll lose your mind. I was losing my mind towards the end. I would, I'd put my feet on the floor in the morning, and I'd, I'd think, how much longer is this going to go on? Oh, yeah. I was in a horrible work situation, in a toxic work situation. Ugh. 
it's like one of those runaway prisoner films where you're you're handcuffed to the this person you can't stand. Except in those movies, you get to like the person eventually. By the end of it, you're like, let's just stay handcuffed. I enjoy your company so much. But that wasn't my experience. And, and man, everything in life is about who you partner up with, who your friends are. I mean, as you age, it becomes ever more important. And I'm not talking about just the people who claim to like you on Facebook. I mean, come on. Facebook isn't real. We all now know that. It probably destroyed our democracy as we know it. We all know that. I hate it. I still use it. I feel ashamed every time I do. And when I tell you to go to Facebook.com slash call aerial view, I feel a deep, deep shame. If I tell you to join the Facebook group Aerial View listeners, the shame. Oh, the shame. The shame of it all. But shame is not a good thing to go through life with, right? Shame, worry. I mean, how are these going to help you? Have they ever helped anybody? Really? No. This is Aerial View. This is the Nihilist at Last edition of Aerial View. Nihilist at Last. And I wrote something for my newsletter that I would like to read to you now. And then I'll come back and I'll do the Upside Down update. And a few more things. Including a story of what happened around the corner from us in our neighborhood. It's weird. It's creepy. Uh, I don't know what to make of it quite yet. We don't have all the details quite yet, but... I don't know if I reacted in quite the right way on the... The neighbor website. Just saying. They probably handled it all wrong. But I'm seeing the word nihilist, nihilism, more often in these news stories, in these opinion pieces. And so I wrote this for my newsletter. And if you want to find out how to get the newsletter, you can go to the Facebook page, to my Facebook page. Look for me online. It's Chris Sackis. T-S-A-K-I-S. There's not a lot of them on the Book of Face. And uh, you can also go to my Aerial View page, and I think there's a way to get from there to my personal page. But sign up for the newsletter. It comes out every Tuesday. It's called See You Next Tuesday. See what I did there? Uh, So... Nihilist at last. When I first spied the word, I was 18, 19, in the back seat of Ron's Buick, pulling away from the Linehar Salvation Army, thumbing through my liberated copy of Jean-Paul Sartre's Nausea. Struck by the look of it, all those eyes, I rhymed it with stylistic, like the band. We needed a name for our band, and I said it again to myself, plural, nihilistics. Ron was driving. Mike was popping in a cassette 
I cleared my throat. <clears throat> I think I have it. We'd been kicking around names for weeks. None of them worked. Have what? The clap? Ron could light a cigarette and deliver a joke while doing so. Him? The only thing he's fucked is his hand. Mike got in his shot. That's how we rolled. A name for the band. I think I have it. Well, you going to tell us or keep us in suspense? Mike checked the contents of the bag containing his purloined haul. We were such low-life scum we stole from the Salvation Army. It was easy. We threw what we wanted out an open second-story window and gathered it up later. The nihilistics. Ron and Mike paused. They looked at each other. Mike spoke. What does it mean? I read the definition. Nihilism is the belief that all values are baseless and that nothing can be known or communicated. It is often associated with extreme pessimism and a radical skepticism that condemns existence. A true nihilist would believe in nothing, have no loyalties, and no purpose other than perhaps an impulse to destroy. Now it was Ron's turn to speak. That's it. That's what we're looking for. Our band might have been true to our name all those years ago, but I can't say I ever felt truly nihilistic until now. Now I see true nihilism, nihilism, however you want to say it, at work in the world. From the human pile of garbage who is our president, to rising inequality, to inaction on climate change, to a growing sense that early human doom is inescapable. My motto has become, enjoy yourself. It's later than you think. While I value and appreciate those who still care and want to right this ship, I don't hold out much hope. We live in extraordinary times with no agreed-upon truth and 24-7, 365 propagandizers whose sole job is keeping people stupid and complacent, forever blaming the wrong people and institutions for what ails them. I don't know how we counter that. Anyone on the correct side of history faces near insurmountable odds of having their message ever heard, ever understood. The dumbest among us are determined to drag us down. Maybe it's my age or what I've been through this last year, but I see things getting worse. Jobs going away, lost to automation and artificial intelligence and robotics, weather growing more extreme, inequality rising unimpeded. I see bad guys with deep pockets winning. I hate being the pessimist. I don't want to become a true nihilist, but I'm tired of living in fear, always worrying about what happens next and my part in stopping it. I want to enjoy my remaining time here. If this is all going to hell, I want it to wait until just after I'm gone. It sounds selfish, but maybe it's self-preservation. Fuck it. Enjoy yourself. It's later than you think. I think that humans always tend to talk about rubbish and because they don't really want to face the reality of them. 
Give us a call at 760-I-CALL-AV, 760-422-5528. The live line into the studio aerial view on the air. And uh, let's get into a little bit of the upside down update. What do you say? Some of the things, some of the news that caught my eye over the last week since we met last. And uh, I got to start off with a story out of the Coast Guard. Yet again, the Coast Guard. I think the, all those white clothes are going to their heads in the Coast Guard. Because apparently it's like a lot of white supremacists are drawn to the all-white uniform like the Coast Guard wears. Maybe they need to change the uniform. Huh? Psychologically, it might have a huge impact. You never know. But uh, I don't know if you saw this story, but a Coast Guard officer amassed an arsenal of 15 firearms, more than 1,000 rounds of ammunition. And he was hell-bent, I tell you. Hell-bent on wreaking some havoc. Where did he want to wreak this havoc? Oh, among Democrats, politicians, professors, judges, prominent journalists, and what he called quote, leftists in general, unquote. This guy had my name. That's the part that really burns my ass. Lieutenant Christopher Paul Hassan, arrested Friday on gun and drug charges. Oh, yeah, he also had a shit ton of steroids. Listen to what this maniac was doing. I'm telling you, this is impressive, this maniac. But uh, you know that guy that ran amok in Norway? And shot a bunch of people for no good reason. About 77 people, something like that. Uh, Anders Brevik, I believe his name was. But he left behind a manifesto, and I guess it's online, because, you know, once it goes online, it's permanent. People just keep copying and pasting it. 1,500 pages where he laid out his whole plan, his advice on how to start a race war. But the idea of you could overthrow liberal governments. So this Lieutenant Hassan, he wanted to assassinate, quote, prominent figures. He performed Internet searches for the MSNBC host Joe Scarborough, among others, and for the phrase, quote, civil war if Trump impeached, unquote, the authorities said. I don't know how they found this guy, but... In January, they noticed that there was a real uptick in his search online for different information. And then he ordered some human growth hormone because Anders Brevik suggested a six-week cycle of steroids. <laughs> what, the, what the fuck? Uh, so here's something in a letter that this guy drafted to his... Keep in mind, this guy's a lieutenant... In the, in the Coast Guard, okay? And this is what he's writing to his friends. In the 2017 letter he drafted to friends, the lieutenant discussed ways that, acting alone, he might cause the most social chaos. Food, fuel, may be the key. If I can dis- disrupt two or three weeks, he wrote. When people started to loot, steal, or protest, he wrote, he would dress as a cop and shoot them. Burn down apartment complex. Bar the doors first. Thermite on gas station tank. 
So now he wants to put some plastic explosive on a gas station tank and blow it up to create some havoc. Oh, yeah, this guy, who knows if he ever would have put any of this stuff into action, you know? Who knows? No! So uh, somehow they got on to this no good Nick, and uh, <laughs> wait, this see if this guy had talked to me, I I could have told him how to shut down this country for two to three weeks. I would have made it simple. It's just go online like the Russians did, post some fake information on Facebook about how there's going to be all these new regulations on truck drivers, and uh, get them all upset and worried. And then strike, go on strike, like shut, 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 shut everything down. Because for twelve years, I heard a lot of that. I heard a lot of all it would take is two days, three days tops. This country would come to a halt without all the drivers delivering all the stuff. See, if you couldn't get your hair care products, for instance, or your pop tarts, just imagine how society begins to break down. Imagine the chaos, the looting. The killing, the murder, the general mayhem. General mayhem? Is he also in the Coast Guard? So this Lieutenant Christopher Robert Paul George Ringo Hassan, whatever the hell his name is. The second time. The first time was this moron. He was in some kind of official photo at a White House press thing during a White House press thing, and he flashed supposedly a white supremacist hand signal in the background of the photo. See, And if you don't know that our military, our armed forces, are harboring a whole bunch of uh, really horrible people, you haven't been paying attention. I remember years ago I was visiting this friend of mine, acquaintance more correctly, um, and she was looking at some friends of hers online, and one of them was a guy who was in the Army, and he sent her a picture of four automatic handguns, Colt 45s, let's say, just so you have a frame of reference. I don't know if they were actual Colts, but they look like a Colt 45. And not the refreshing malt liquor, but the handgun. What do they call it? The Model uh, 19... 14, because I think that's when it was invented. But he arranged them into a swastika. And he thought this was amusing, and he sent it to her. Because he was a skinhead Nazi. Kind of like this guy. This guy says that, uh, I, I mean, and he, you know, he said a lot of things, but here's another quote from something that they found on his computer. This guy at was an acquisitions officer at the Coast Guard headquarters in Washington, D.C., no less. He says, quote, I am dreaming of a way to kill almost every last person on the earth. 
I think a plague would be most successful, but how do I acquire the needed Spanish flu, botulism, anthrax? Not sure yet, but we'll find something. See what I mean by hope is a disease? (laughs) This guy's hoping he's going to figure out how to kill almost every last person on the earth. I'm curious, man. I got to put in my request now to talk to this guy. He's going to be interviewed at some point, right? I want to talk to him and ask him who he thought was worthy of staying above ground. You know, who was it? Lonnie Anderson? Was he watching reruns of WKRP? And he's like, you know, when I murder everybody, when I kill almost every last person on the earth, I think, yeah, Lonnie Anderson. Boy, is she still alive? I wonder. Should probably pick someone more recent. Hmm. Hmm. So, um, the other thing the authorities found is this list of people that he called, quote, traitors, unquote, and whom he wanted to kill, including uh, people who worked on CNN and MSNBC and democratically elected Democrats. Your usual suspects, your Nancy Pelosi, your Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, your Maxine Waters. I met one of those women, by the way. See if you know which one. Call 760-I-CALL-AV, 760-422-5528, aerial view on the air until 7 o'clock. This is the HoundNYC.com. New Hound shows every Sunday, 3 p.m. Eastern time. Hound Howl. And then at uh, 5 p.m., it's time for Crash in the Party with Mark and Miriam, the doo-wop chop shop of the air. And then throughout the week, those two programs replay. And then uh, also other hound shows from way back in the day, as the kids like to say. But this is brand new. This is a live show. I'm on live right now. This is not pre-recorded, Chris T., except for when this show replays on Tuesday here on thehoundnyc.com. Then it will be pre-recorded. And then the show becomes a podcast. There's a whole thing. There's a whole aerial view revival going on. Get hip to it. Spread the word. Tell your friends. Hell, tell your enemies. I want to hear from them, too. Speaking of enemies, this guy also had Senator Richard Blumenthal on his list, whom he referred to as, quote, Senator Blumenjew, unquote. Many of the senators running for president in 2020 were on his list. He was making Internet searches online looking for information about whether or not senators and Supreme Court justices get Secret Service protection. And much like Charlie Manson, he thought he was going to start a race war, foment a race war. He said, quote, much blood will have to be spilled to get Whitey off the couch, unquote. Ay, ay, ay. He was in the Marine Corps, this guy, 1988 to 1993. Two years active duty, Army National Guard. I mean, this guy's supposedly protecting us. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. 
This is such a black eye for the Coast Guard. You know, I wonder if this is going to change my, my nephew's mind. He wants to join the Coast Guard at one point. I don't know. Hey, did I mention we have a number in beautiful Palm Springs? Oh, yes. I may not reside there, but my number does. 760-422-5528. Yeah, the Coast Guard can't be happy right now with what's going on here. So they're going to put this guy in prison for a long, long time, hopefully. He was plotting attacks according to this affidavit that they submitted to the court. Seeking to prosecute this guy. He was also taking tramadol. You sure it's not called cramadol? Which is an opioid painkiller. So this guy's hopped up on painkillers. He's taking human growth hormone. They found 15 assault rifles, shotguns, handguns, more than 1,000 rounds of ammunition. He lived in a basement apartment in Silver Spring, Maryland. Why is it always a basement apartment, too? He wanted to build a white homeland in the Pacific Northwest. <sighs> he believed he would change minds with a little focused violence. That's all. So while we're all worried about the invasion from the South and the bad hombres coming here to rape and pillage and murder, and take your job down at the fish factory, but we're all worried about that. This is what I mean when I say the three-card Monty game that goes on. See, you think you're following that P, but you're not. You don't know where the P is, do you? You're all worried. Worried. I'm so worried about the bad hombres. We need a wall. Finish the wall. <laughs> Meanwhile, it's like a horror movie where they're, they're in the house. They're in the house. I mean, this is a, a lieutenant in the Coast Guard. Imagine if he had carried through with some part of this plan. Who knows? He probably would have gotten frustrated because he's an idiot. And he would, you know, figured, it, I'll just go down and shoot up the nearest Mickey D's. The hell with it. I can't put the rest of this plan in action, so, eh. Just keep firing until the clip is empty. Put in a new clip. Keep going. Like we do in this country. That's how we do. There were times when I was traveling into the city and uh, something weird was going on and I'd be like convinced I wasn't coming back. Just wondering when they were going to come to my part of town and start mowing down folks there in the Times Square area. Every time I saw an Elmo get out of the subway, I was like, that guy's probably... Wearing an explosive vest underneath that thing, I have no doubt. Got the old explosive vest, do you, huh? I just saw Mayhem. General Mayhem? He's in the Coast Guard, right? I made I did that joke already, sorry. We got about uh look at that, fifteen minutes left in the show. Let's get one goddamn call in here. I'm not too proud to beg. 
ain't too proud to beg, sweet darling. <laughs> like I said, enjoy yourself. It's later than you think. So, uh, you know, I had a whole upside down update thing. That wasn't the only story. I had a whole thing. And really, that's, I guess, come on. That's the best one. That's the best story. In my humble estimation. But uh, I promise you I'd tell you this story about what happened around the corner from here. And it's very bizarre and very odd. But there's a there's a social media site called Nextdoor. And you join your neighborhood on that thing. It's a way for neighbors to... It's, it's really social media based on geographical distance. So the people who are nearby, you communicate with them. That was a pretty good job of mansplaining, right? Probably out there going, I, I know what that is. I know what next door is. What are you explaining it for? Uh, but so so something goes up about how there was uh, someone's asking, do you know what the lights and the flashing lights are around the corner over here? I'm not going to say the name of the street. I mean, it, it's around the corner. That's all I'm going to say. And somebody else on there said, I, I, I heard I heard a guy hung himself. And, uh, you know, uh, Sweet Tea is feeding me this information. And she's the one who's got the breaking news from the neighborhood uh i'm rarely if ever on the the next door thing just because i always get in trouble when i go on there and i'll tell you why so uh it turns out around the corner from us this guy his poor hapless soul went up on somebody's open porch and he hung himself okay and I mean, just think of how bad things have to be for somebody to do that. Imagine, if you will, the mind that that gets to that point. And the shrink that I mentioned earlier, the one who has dementia and doesn't know who I am anymore, in addition to saying things like hope is a disease, she would say that suicide is the product of a disordered mind. And we can't judge people with disordered minds from our ordered minds. Because if you're thinking clearly, then obviously you're not really relating to the person who destroys themselves. And yes, I know there are some times when maybe self-destruction is the way to go. Maybe you've got a terminal disease. Maybe your doctor has told you, oh yeah, this is just you settle in for months and years of suffering. And you're like, you know what? No, I don't want cancer to eat my ass out. I'm going to I'm going to go to one of those countries where they do you in. Of course they set it up so that you're really doing yourself in, I guess. I Isn't that what Dr. Death did, right? You had to do it yourself kind of. It was DIY. It's sort of like in uh, orthodox neighborhoods where they reverse engineer everything so they're actually turning the lights off. I don't I don't get it either. I don't know how that works, but so, yeah, of course, let's make an exception for that. But this guy, I don't we don't know who knows. That's the problem with this next door thing is everybody's speculating. Ooh, I wonder what happened. Ooh, And it was this weird sort of rubbernecking that I kind of I felt 
Ugh. Just didn't make me feel very good. And so I jumped into the fray. I, I should have kept my mouth shut. I'm not sure why I bothered. But I, I said essentially, because what was bothering me most of all was the people saying things like, Gee, I wonder I wonder why they did that. I wonder I wonder if any kids were passing by and they saw that. I, I wonder just wondering everything about what had happened and and not and to my mind I didn't I wasn't seeing a great deal of I don't know. concern for the person who had taken their life, the poor soul. Whatever you want to call them. And so I said something. I said, hey, hey, what about some concern for the person, the poor soul? I didn't say it like that. And I'm not even gonna read it. It's not it does, it's not even worth it. I'll paraphrase it. It doesn't matter because I was it was wrong. <laughs> The end result was I should have kept my mouth shut because then the, the person got all upset and insulted and accused me of shaming them. All I said was, look, I mean, we can't judge a disordered mind that would do such a thing. And um, rather than be concerned about what people saw and whether kids saw this and they're going to be traumatized by it, why, rather than wonder all those things, what if? We uh, all try to volunteer for a suicide hotline. Something like that. What if we did that? And, uh, I again, probably not a good idea. To even get involved. Even jump into that fray. Why, why, why did I do that? I'm not really sure. And, uh... So Sweet Tea said, hey, you know, listen, if you're going to respond, probably best you don't respond. I said, you know what? I'm not one of those last worders. I don't have to respond. (laughs) I'll just, I'll go on Aerial View and talk about it. There you go. That's how I'll handle it. Ah, what are the odds that neighbor's ever going to hear this, huh? So uh, it got us thinking. It got us thinking about the weird things, you know, that happen in your neighborhood that you'll never know about. The history that's gone on, the people who have died, God knows where, here, there, and everywhere. You don't know. Ah, Maybe you do. Maybe you're one of those geeks that looked it up, tracked it all down. I probably would prefer not knowing. Just some things I'm okay with not knowing. I'd love to know who got JFK, but other things, I'm okay not knowing. The number here is 760-I-CALL-AV, 760-422-5528. And uh, we've got like seven minutes left in the program. That's about it. And uh, it looks like my phone system, oh, there it goes. Now it's back. It's working again. Look at that. Nope. Now it's died again. Thank you, Google Chrome. I may need to find another way. I may need to find a better way to do this. Because uh, 
There goes, there goes my Google Chrome, and there goes my world. There goes my phone calls. Ah, listen, odds are I'd be talking for the rest of this thing anyway, right? So I'll just keep talking. Because, you know, there were times in the professional talk radio world where the phones would just go out. They would die. You know, and it's like President Human Pile of Garbage said the other day about Rush Limbaugh. He could talk for three hours. No phones. Is that why people love Rush? Is that why? So, yeah, I, what, I'm sorry. I got to one Upside Down update, but it's the best one. It's the one about the guy in the Coast Guard supposedly protecting us who's amassing a um, an arsenal and planning to kill people that he doesn't like. Uh, during the show, there was other breaking news about Michael Cohen. He discussed possible, quote, irregularities at the Trump Organization, unquote. And so, uh, more news coming out about how irregular everything is, how upside down everything is. We are living in the upside down. Don't ever forget it. This is not normal. This is not the way things ever were. I was going to say, this is not the way things are supposed to be. I don't believe it's supposed to be. Obviously, things change, and I'm all about the progress. I think we should all go around for a week doing that whole sing-song voice, too, like President Human Pile of Garbage. We should all go around, talking all week long, whether you're at the store, I need kumquats, do you have any kumquats? Just doing that all week long. That would be something. I'm going to give Google Chrome one last try. And then I'm going to give up. Let's see. It's another company I can't stand. Become part of our everyday life. And now this stupid product doesn't even work. Screw you, Google Chrome. You're listening to TheHoundNYC.com. This is Aerial View here every Friday live, 6 p.m. Eastern Time, and then replays Tuesday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, and then becomes a podcast. To find out where to get the podcast, I'm doing the sing-song voice again. You can go to Facebook.com slash call Aerial View. It's also a Facebook group. And, uh... I say again, friends, to enjoy yourself because it is most definitely later than you think. And um, keep your head. I'm going to try to give out some other useless advice. Keep your head screwed on straight. Look both ways before you cross the street. Don't take any wooden nickels. Oi. What's he doing? Bravo, Yankee. Bravo, Yankee. Bye-bye. End of the word. Hey, this son of a bitch is running away. Meadows! I'm talking to you, dimwit. I wasn't listening. You can't stop the bastard talking. 
And, uh, I guess you'd say a wonderment with us is if we mistook the tone of one talk or the other, and if so, which? I don't like that kind of talk. Now, just stop it. It upsets me. What sort of talk is that? Modern talk? Nobody to talk to but your radio. Uh, you have an address or phone number, please? And why do you want all that? You're aware that you're supposed to give that? I ain't supposed to do a mother thing. Who the do you think you're talking to? Uh, you called me at home. So what? But what are you talking about? I'm supposed to. I ain't supposed to do but live and die. Forget it, Donnie. You're out of your element. Donnie, you're out of your element. Your commie has no regard for human life. Not even his own. Hello. I told you never to call me here. Don't you know where I am? I don't want you to hang around anymore. I don't want to see you again. Understand? Wait, but I'll be back next week. I'm sorry. Next Friday, 6 p.m. Eastern Time, a brand new Aerial View. In the meanwhile, the Aerial View replay on Tuesday, 6 p.m. here on thehoundnyc.com, and then it becomes a podcast. Available everywhere. Look for it on iTunes and the Google Play and the Spotify and the YouTube and the SoundCloud and yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, and Peter Tork died. God damn it. Uh. Man, everybody got chicken. That's what happened. Hey, we can't even get into, like, a second-rate hotel. I mean, a second-rate motel, you dig? Think they think we're going to cut their throat or something, man. Like, they're scared, man. Oh, they're not scared of you. They're scared of what you represent to them. Oh, we represent to them, man, as somebody who needs a haircut. Oh, what you represent to them is freedom. What the hell's wrong with freedom, man? That's what it's all about. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's what it's all about, all right. But talking about it and being it, that's two different things. I mean, it's real hard to be free when you are bought and sold in the marketplace. Of course, don't ever tell anybody that they're not free, because then they're going to get real busy killing and maiming to prove to you that they are. <laughs> oh, yeah, they're going to talk to you and talk to you and talk to you about individual freedom. But they see a free individual, it's going to scare them. No, well, don't make them running scared. No, it makes them dangerous. I'll be all around in the dark. I'll be everywhere, wherever you can look. Wherever there's a fight so hungry people can eat, I'll be there. Wherever there's a cop beating up a guy, I'll be there. I'll be in the way guys yell when they're mad. I'll be in the way kids laugh when they're hungry and they know supper's ready. And when the people are eating the stuff they raise and living in the houses they build, I'll be there, too. Goodbye. This is Eartha Kate again, back to remind you to take your belongings with you and to get a receipt from the driver.
Have a perfect day. Wow.